0: Today's guest was in a band touring for his music when he experienced a pivotal moment that showed him it was time to adjust course. His attention was directed to a career that has now complemented his lifestyle. Stick around to hear a story of a performer who decided to trade in his guitar for a fulfilling life that included supporting his family and his passion.
1: This is the Purposeful and Profitable Life vlogcast, Powering up a movement of professionals just like you. Design your life around what's important to you while scaling a business with positive impact. Fueled by your passion, experienced spa director, educator, and marketing strategist, Alicia Rivera, will ignite your potential with expert advice and genuine interviews, the best tips for your life and productivity, and sharing your stories to inspire and dream. Are you ready to materialize your dream career and enrich your lifestyle? Are you ready to live life with purpose and experience a profitable practice? Are you ready to enjoy freedom with your time? Then roll up your sleeves. Let's get to work. You're in the right place. Here is your host, massage therapist, sci-fi enthusiast, and mom, Alicia Rivera.
0: Today's guest has held the titles musician, massage school director, massage therapist, and business owner. And today, we get to invite the man behind the titles, Victor Terrazas. Welcome.
2: I appreciate you having me, and thank you for the invitation.
0: Victor, thank you for coming, I would love to hear a little bit more about how you got started as an
2: entrepreneur. Sure, absolutely. Um, it actually, it goes back to about 1994, so we're, we're going back some years. I was in the music industry, um, touring, recording, record label, the whole shebang. Wasn't making a lot of money, uh, you know, just because you have a, a record deal doesn 't mean you 're rich and famous. We were famous just didn 't have the 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 money that comes with that and the last tour that I did, a friend of mine who was a massage therapist at the time she said you 're going to need some books to read on your road trips so she gave me a textbook about massage therapy so i 'd read it you know uh, during our travels and just was intrigued by the information that I found in this book. Short, a few months after that, um, my grandfather got sick and I came home, we took a break. While I was here visiting, my little brother's birthday was coming up and my mom said to me, we're, I'm, well, I'm so glad you're home because we're gonna have a birthday party for your brother. And I'm like, that's great, I'm glad I'm here. He's gonna be three, right? And she said, Victor, he's gonna be six.
1: Oh, wow.
2: So I realized that I was focusing not so much on the wrong things, but definitely not enough on my home, my family and and things like that. So I said, okay, that's it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm done touring and all that stuff, at least like on that level and just being around family, being here at home, something changed inside of me. And I thought, you know, I love being this poor rock star and, uh, had a good time been playing since i was 16 but i think it's time to maybe get educated in a different part of my life you know
0: wow yeah that is really such an eye opening experience
2: yeah absolutely and the interesting thing was that um at that same time i ran into this guy who was doing chair massage like at some shop i forget what store it was and he had dreadlocks down to his waist Um, my hair was that long at that time as well. In the 90s, if you were a guy, you had long hair, you really couldn't get a job doing much other than a warehouse, midnight shift. So I started talking to him about like, you know, massage and massage school. And he said, you know, it's challenging, it's expensive, but it's totally worth it. He said, and I I can make my own hours. Um, And I'm like, that's, that's perfect. And I've been reading this book and I've been inspired. So, you know, went back on tour, told the guys and the manager, I'm leaving guys. These last three months left on my contract, that'll be it.
0: So it sounds like you're headed for a new chapter in your life and you're finding that you have this new passion for massage therapy and the world surrounding it. Did you always have this vision Like, did you know that you wanted to become a solo massage therapist and step into managing a full clinic or how did that evolve? Like, did you know that you wanted to begin teaching?
2: I did. I did. Um, But I also knew that it was going to take some time. I knew two things. I knew that I wanted to teach massage because I just loved it. I, I mean, everything was massage for me at that time. Yes. And still is, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and I knew, like, I want to have my own business. But I also realized that um, I love my instructors. I still talk with them occasionally. But I realized that the business model that was taught at that time was more for a solo, solo practitioner, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, the multi-therapist businesses around were really just a bunch of solo practitioners sharing a room that was pretty much it or sharing a couple of rooms, whatever. And I realized, okay, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And that was just, I mean, I just thought about that um, while I was in school. Um, But it wasn't until later that I figured out how to make it work for, for myself. I was actually working with a chiropractor, you know, most a lot of people start off with a chiropractor. And
0: mm-hmm, right.
2: I learned a lot. I, I, In fact, I still tell students today, if you have an opportunity to work with a chiropractor, do it. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to see a lot of different kind of uh, patients and clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the lunchroom one day, and I was watching TV, and I saw a commercial for a new massage school that was opening up here in town. I, I was just curious. So I called the school, and I asked, you know, who the director was and who was in charge. And it just happened to be one of my instructors over at the community college. I guess she had migrated to the new school.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So I called her up there at the college and um, I said, hey, like, can I come sweep the rooms? Um, I want to volunteer. I want to be part of what you're doing. Um, I'll do whatever.
0: To further the industry. I totally understand that.
2: And she said, well, it just so happens that we have a lab assistant position open, which it consisted of like folding towels, folding sheets, you know, ordering supplies, that type of thing. But I was, I'm like, I'm good. Like you can, I can do this for free if you want, you know. Right. (laughs) I just was just really into it. Um, About a month later, one of the instructors left. And I remember my boss at the time, she just kind of looked at me and she says, you, you you're teaching tomorrow and oh, you're wow. going to teach the history of massage. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll be here. And so that's how I got into teaching. Um, uh, Texas now has a requirement for instructors to be licensed instructors. We've got to do training and adult learners stuff and all that. And at the time they did not mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was able to step in just kind of off the street or off the lab, I should say. Um, But that was interesting, yeah.
0: But they knew you. You had worked for them. They didn't need a resume. They knew you loved the industry and you had a passion for your work. Sometimes you're just in a bind. But I'm sure you gained their trust. So you eventually became a director. Tell me how you got into that role.
2: Pretty much the same. Okay. Uh, The director, my boss at the time, probably after I started teaching, maybe six to seven months later, she left. I was like, I, I don't know anything. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out how to teach, how to put together a syllabus, how you know, all of that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but what happened was, I guess the rumor started spreading oh, you know, we think Victor's going to be the new director and whatnot. And, and there was a maintenance person there in the building. She came to me one day and she says, Vic, um, I heard you're going to be the new director. Congratulations. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know. They gave me a couple of days to decide if I was interested. And, she says, you know what, Vic, do it. If you fail, so what? You've got the experience. Take a leap. Um, and I learned a lot from that. And she also said, if I had that opportunity, I would jump on it. Because you never know. If you succeed, it'll be, it'll be good for you. And mm-hmm. um, so just go for it. So I, I decided to give it a shot. And boy, was that, was that a learning curve.
0: That's one of the reasons why I really wanted you on our podcast today because for my followers, I want them to understand that you can accept risks in your life. When you're open to opportunities and you're serving others because it's your passion to do so, that's when opportunities open up to you. And that's also when you have that fear kick in. You might not feel like you're ready. You might not understand that you, it is a learning curve that you learn as you go and you're able to step in that next role. And then it's up to you to bring your service or your skill up to that level. So I want you to keep going. Tell my listeners a little bit more about why it was uh, such a learning curve for you.
2: About three or four days after like I officially became the director. That we had a state inspection uh, at the massage school, and I'm like, "What yearly inspection? What are you talking?" about?
1: <laughs> you were
0: just thrown in there.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And uh, what the funny thing was, like, he said, "I, I need your your inspection book." So I uh-huh. went to my boss, and I was like, "The state is here. You need to, you need to come out and take care of this." And he said to me, "You're the director. You handle it." I'm like, ah, <laughs> it was a it was a it was a learning curve, to say the least. Yeah,
0: but you got through it.
2: We got through it,
0: yeah. You did, you got through it. You might fail, you might succeed, but you're still learning from it. You know, in my Thrive community, I teach how to build confidence so that you can take those next steps, you can take that risk. And even though you had a little bit of hesitation there, you worked through your fear. You took the opportunity and really something propelled you forward. That janitor gave you that extra courage to move past your anxiety and it enriched your life.
2: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, uh, um, if, if you, if you're not vulnerable, you're not available. And, and, you know, vulnerability, uh, can, can be seen like as a negative thing or as a positive thing. And you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. It's like, I don't know, can I do this? Can I, can I be vulnerable? Why not, man? I mean, you know, life mm-hmm. is short. It's good. It, it may hurt. It may be an uphill battle, but at the end you can, you can at least say I gave it a shot.
0: So when you're vulnerable, you grow. When you fail, you grow. And it doesn't always have to be your failure. I mean, that's why people will come and hire a coach or go to a school to learn because other people's failures are our successes. And so we can learn from that.
2: Absolutely. That, that, that's your best teacher. You know, what's funny is um, because I, I love teaching, but I knew that at some point I was going to leave. I left way further into it than I was anticipating. But um, again, we're going to go back a few years. About 2001 or 2002, um, even as a solo practitioner at the time, I was still at the school, and I'm going to start a membership at my clinic, and I'm going to figure out a way to kind of make it work. I'm going to try to get very creative with pricing. Um, I know locally people were charging a certain amount, and that's great, but that's not going to work for my model.
0: Good for you. I know memberships are a hot topic, so tell my audience a little bit about what challenges you may have had with your membership. I know when I instilled membership with my spa, there were certain things that I talk about, but I want to hear your experience.
2: Every month, there was that conversation of like, so are we going to renew your membership this month? Because software at that time was not really what it is today with recurring, Mm -hmm. um, auto withdrawals and whatnot. So it was having that conversation and and at at one point, you know, some people were like, no, I'm not sure. I'll let you know.
0: Right. That's a common objection.
2: When when you have that conversation with clients of, so let's go ahead and get you scheduled for next week or next month or whatever. Again, it's like asking your significant other, so this this month was good. What about next month? What do you think? You know, Should we stay married? Point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, you, you never know, right? So that's why I love you know, just software that's able to do that. And I'll just throw that out there because if you're thinking of starting a membership at your clinic, however you want to do so or whatever model you're using, it, it eliminates that conversation.
1: Mm-hmm, but yes. one
2: thing that I, I tell our team all of the time, is, sure, we, we want to make money. We want to be able to pay our bills and, and do better than that. But we're not here to take money. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Making money and taking money are two totally different things. And So we don't always sign up anybody that's just interested. Mm-hmm. Um, again, and that's not because we're discriminatory. We, just, we feel somebody's not the right client for our clinic, so we'll refer them out. Right. But as far as like how I got there, that was the initial start it was, it was as a solo practitioner with a membership and trying to make it work with having a, a more than full-time job as a director. You know, if an instructor in the evening class calls me and says, I can't make it today, then I had to head over there, and, you know, take care of that and teach class. And so it, it's challenging As as far as, how we got to today or how the clinic got started is, I mean, I was solo for a few years and Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, it's, it's time to invite other therapists to be part of this. Um, I needed help really is what it was. Um, So there was a couple of other therapists that um, were, had been students of mine that I thought, you know, I think they would, they're going to be really good at, at this and, So I called them up and I said, Hey, I've got this space. You guys are welcome to use it, but let's put something together that's different than what other people are like. I'm, I don't want to just charge rent, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to create something that we feel is special anyways. And so it was, in fact, our business model is more like a, like a firm, like a, you know how attorneys firms So, we have a massage therapist firm, a collective. And um, that's really important to me. I believe in the we more than I believe in the I, if that makes any sense.
0: Yes. Yes, it does make sense. In fact, I love that. And I want to use that. (laughs) It's a great philosophy. Now, I want to talk to our listeners a little bit more about your project and what you're doing right now for students. You have more than 18 years of experience, both in the School as a director as well as the clinic. And now you want to present massage therapists with a podcast that has a purpose. Now that is one of my 10 core beliefs, is that purpose permeates everything we do if we want to succeed. So you're taking the hard realities and the epic wins, and you're sharing it with our community of professionals. Can you tell my listeners a little bit more about this?
2: Sure. So it, it's kind of aligned with the foundation of our clinic. Um, it's, it's us together. And, um, I can tell you that not everybody that's worked with us, um, eventually has been the right fit for us, but that doesn't mean that they're not a professional. And that doesn't mean that their journey is not important. Absolutely. And so when I started thinking about this podcast, I um, really had to do, I heard another podcast, um, a very similar one that was about how, how businesses start and the ups and downs that people go through. But it was not related to massage per se. But it, it doesn't matter, you know, an mm-hmm. entrepreneur is an entrepreneur. I mean, you could be selling candles or you could be, I don't know, starting a, whatever, security company, whatever. And there's gonna be ups and downs. And one thing that I share with with our team a lot is, you know, if you look at these huge organizations, whether it's um, some of the franchises out there, or some of the, um, uh, even department stores, at Mm -hmm. some point, it it started off with an idea. And somebody said, let's try it this way. Let's take something that already exists, but let's turn it into something that works for us. Mm -hmm. So the podcast, Really highlights the journey that other massage therapists have been through. Um, I don't really, although in the last couple of episodes I've talked a little bit more about our place, um, but initially it's more, the the idea is really to highlight what other businesses are doing and what other therapists have gone through.
0: Yes, exactly. When you have that sense of community, you tend to be able to tackle those challenges much better. And you're able to show up for yourself because life is going to have those ups and downs. But when you know you're not alone, it gives you that extra strength to push through.
2: Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in exploring the why, what is your why? I know that's like a buzzword right now, or like everybody's into that, but, but it's okay. I mean, there we're into it for a reason because it it works. And I, I have this saying that I took from somebody, this guy, his name is Coach Mike. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I want to make sure I give him credit because I was at one of his workshops. Um, that's all I know about. That's like what he goes by, Coach Mike. So I'm not sure on his phone okay. name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, during his presentation, he said, you know, what is your, and if your why is not strong enough to make you cry, if you don't feel it in the pit of your stomach, every time you drive up to your business and you put your key in the in the door, then it's not strong enough. Find a better why. Because the challenges that come with owning a business, um, your why has to be stronger than those challenges.
0: Exactly. There is truth behind it. There's strength behind it. And I'll be sure to share that experience with my students. Victor, I want to thank you for being a guest on my podcast. You've allowed my audience to get to know you and just glance at your realities and celebrations Behind your titles, I appreciate it. You know, we're not simple titles, and I talk about this a lot. I'm not just a business coach, I'm not just a mom. There are real, authentic stories behind it, and I appreciate you sharing yours. You know, I sincerely feel that speaking with multiple people in different industries benefits us
2: all. I really appreciate the invitation, and thank you for having me on.
0: You're welcome. So tell me, if my listeners want to find out more, where can they
2: find you? So the podcast is available on Spotify. Um, it's also available on Apple Podcasts. They just have to look for a Massage Startup Podcast, and it, it, it should come up. And I know it's available on different platforms, but I know those are the two. So And also they can send messages through the, through the website.
0: Have I wet your appetite? Do you want to learn more about Victor? Go to my website at purposefulandprofitable.life, where under this episode notes, you'll find links to all of his podcast, Instagram, and more. Thanks for joining us, Victor.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it
1: community has a large impact on our actions. We appreciate that you've included us as one of your friends. We love to surround ourselves with the best people. Thanks for being here. That's it for today's episode. You can find more information about today's vlogcast and the resources mentioned on our website at www.purposefulandprofitable.life. Leave your comment, subscribe, and click the notifications bell. Loved our content? Share it with a friend. You are in good company with our movement of self-driven entrepreneurs. We'll see you next time.